Hi guys, it's Kiki and I am here to review part one of the reunion for season four of Owns Ready to Love. All right, let's jump into it. Tommy gives us a flashback of the experiment and what the show is all about. Then we join him back on the stage with everyone. Tressa is missing. Um, They don't say it here, but I heard that she tested positive for COVID. So that's why she's not here. Um, Tommy says that everybody is all sexy up. So he says that we have the final four couples on the first four couches. So everybody else is sitting behind him. Um... Kyra and AJ were not a couple, so I don't know why. I mean, I guess final four couples, but they left not a couple, so I'm confused. But I guess they needed more space on the couch to fill up. So we have Joelle and Vernicia. They both look very nice. Vernicia, as always, looks nice, sexy. I love this green dress she has on. We have KG and Amber. No, sir. Um, Both looking like Coming to America Part 2, like... I love when people dress in tribal gear, but it gets to a point where it gets too gaudy and too tacky and too costumey. And I wasn't, it was like they came to the reunion dead set on being the stars of the reunion. And I was like, could y'all just tone it down a, a bit? We have Liz and Jason. Jason looks really nice. His beard finally filled out. I like that. Liz, I don't know what's going on with this blue gown you got going on. It's too much going on. And then we have AJ and Kyra, who both look nice. Kyra's hair was looking a little flat. Um, <laughs> Tommy asked them, "What brought you to the What brought you to the experiment?" Liz says, "Well, I've been single for seventeen time, seventeen years, so it's beyond time." Jason says that he kept getting the same result with the same type of women, so he was trying to start something different. Um, Tommy talks about how there were some curveballs being thrown throughout this experiment but right now we're going to focus on KG's return and his journey. Uh, we get a never before seen clip of Kyra and Vernicia and I think Chrysanthemum. A lot of the ladies being drawn to Chris on that first day when he got introduced to the group which I thought yeah everybody was super into him so it's interesting to me how he got drawn into Amber. Um we do get a scene of Ron talking shit about KG, talking about he was mad that Chrysanthemum wasn't giving him any play. He said that KG was a niche market type of guy looking for a niche type of girl. So we get back to the stage. Tommy asks KG, you know, why did you come back? And he said, I set my intention this time to find my queen. And that's what I did. He said that at day two, he knew it would probably be Amber just because she stood out to him the most. They asked Amber, or Tommy asked Amber what surprised her about KG, and she just said that he was a genuine person. Um, They reveal that they are still dating. I'm surprised. I'm shocked. And they said they're still dating because they have very good communication. So good for them. I hope it works out. I hope they actually, you know, KG says they talk and they text every day. Um, So I hope they actually get to have that real conversation about what they both want in life. So good for them. Next, we're on to Kyra um, and how, you know, all she had all the boys in her yard. We get a never before seen clip of her playing basketball with David. It looks like she was on a group date with David, Liz and Chef Diedrich. Um, We get a clip of Alexis talking about how Kyra plays, you know, Monopoly or chess. She's questioning Kyra's motives. 
And um, <laughs> Tommy gets back. He asks her, how does it feel to be pursued by all the men? And she was like, it did make her feel uncomfortable. And it made her feel like she had a target on her back. Tyra, why? You know, who exactly were the targets? And she was like, well, Jason was a target because they didn't have clear communication. And she says she feels like the other woman put a target on her back as well. Alexis is making faces in the back. So Tommy's like, Alexis, you have anything to say? You know, what What did you think of Kyra's journey? And she was just like, when it came to her, Alexis felt that she was being told one thing and then saw another. She said that, well, after she says that, Kyra was like, well, you should probably question the men and not question me. Alexis is like, now hold on now. Hold on. <laughs> Alexis says that she did at times feel like Kyra was not here um, for love, but she was that she was just trying to make it towards the end. I think we all got that feeling once Jason pulled out and he wasn't interested in her. Once he put his intentions towards Liz, I definitely felt like Kyra was like, I'm going I'm to walk out of here with a nigga. <laughs> um, Tommy says that, you know, he doesn't feel that that was the case. He just feels like some people came here for love and not exactly for friendship. Tommy also drops a bug that, you know, he doesn't know how everyone found out about this shift, about all the men wanting to date Kyra, but he feels like it was somebody from the lounge, okay? Somebody from the tabernacle is out here dry snitching, and Ron is in the back. He's shifting his $2 suit. He's clearly uncomfortable, but, you know, we're going to put a pin on that, and we're going to get to it later. They go to a commercial break, and I love when they give us the backstage drama. So we're backstage with Vernicia. Kyra, Alexis, and Amber. And Kyra's just like, basically, all the mess was coming for Ron. So Ron is basically the messy one. He's the one telling everybody's business. She also reveals that Ron was trying to talk to her before the show. And um, yeah, basically, her and Alexis are commiserating that Ron is a messy ass bitch. Vernicia's just like, yeah, let's just let's just keep the temple between the women. Let's just keep everything calm because basically all the men out there are full of shit. <laughs> she says they're full of it, but that's really what she meant. All the men are full of shit. All right, so we're back from commercial break. Tommy um, makes the point that Tress is not here, but that she sent a video message. She did say that she tested positive for COVID and she has to quarantine for 14 days. She says that um, she liked everyone on the show. They all met for a reason. She says that she what she took from the show was to date different men. She's not sleeping with them. You know, no sex, keeping her cookie. Um, but she says ultimately she's still single and she's still ready to love. So next, Tommy brings up Christian and Khalil. They were the first two guys eliminated. Um, they had a double elimination that first day. Um, so we get their package about Khalil just being boring and saying that his weakness was mean girls and about Christian being shy and timid. Tommy asked Khalil, you know, what do you think you did wrong? He said he definitely could have dressed better because <laughs> everybody on Twitter was talking about his clothes. And I was like, y'all know teachers don't make that much money. Y'all stop it. Um, he asked Christian, you know, how do you feel about being eliminated the first day? He says um, he definitely shouldn't have gotten comfortable. Um, he thought that after Khalil got eliminated, that he was fine. He says that um, Tommy asked him if he's dating anyone. He says that right now he's talking to Andrea even though they haven't been on a date. Um, Andrea confirms and everybody's like, well, you know, ask her to go out on a date. So he stands up. It's very awkward. And he asks her if they can have a conversation about going out on a date. And she's like, yes. Christian's so awkward. 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 
he reminds me so much of this guy I used to talk to. And I'm just like, oh, baby, you're, you're awkward. It's okay. Um, I just put the stale, unimpressed face in my notes when I said he asked her out. Um, Khalil, you know, how is your love life? That's what Tommy's asking him. He says that, oh, well, you know, I'm talking to someone off the show, me and Ida. <laughs> Y'all remember Ida, Vicky, crazy ass. And Ida's like, oh, really? We, we going public today? And everybody's like, ooh. She was just like, no, 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 because... When he and I discussed it, he didn't want to go public. He didn't want anyone to know we were dating. And Khalil was like, oh, I just wanted to wait until the reunion. So it's very awkward. Um, Tommy's like, well, Khalil, I mean, do do you have anything else you want to say? And he's just joking because he's nervous. And he's like, see, I told you I'm attracted to mean girls. And everybody's and Tommy's like, no, bro. You like you just keep digging yourself into a deeper hole. And he's like, I'm gonna give you a chance to say something nice about this beautiful woman. So Khalil compliments her, calls her beautiful, smart, says that she's nice to be around. Ida Vicky does not look impressed, and neither would I be. Like Khalil, I love you, but you are a huge lame. So the next segment is about a baby back bitch named Ron. Ron softled his way into a lot of ladies' hearts. That's what Tommy says. So we get Ron's package. We get him telling Chrysanthemum that she was his top from day one. We get him getting into Alexis. Alexis expressing that he could be the type of woman that... The type of woman. Well, he is a bitch. The type of man that God brought to her to lead. Him being comfortable with that. Um, And him kind of stoking the flames of Chrysanthemum and Alexis. Kind of not liking each other. We're back on the stage. And first thing first, Tommy. Oh, the last part of Ron's package is him telling Alexis at his elimination dinner that he thought that Alexis would be smarter than that. And that, you know, she has nothing to offer him. So we're getting reaction shots of everyone on the stage. And everyone's just like, oof, yikes. So back to the stage, Tommy is like, listen, that's just not how you talk to a lady. Ron's line of defense is that that entire conversation was about AJ and that he saw the way AJ was treating Alexis. And that's what he meant when he was like, you know, I thought you'd be smarter than that. Um, Tommy just breaks it down like there's a respect level that you need to give towards the women and especially the black women. Hello? Respect black women. <laughs> Ron starts stammering and jammering about, you know, accountability. Um, he felt like Alexis was jabbing um, him about her religion. I'll disagree. She never criticized him about the religion. She took what he presented to her and she was just like, hey, that may not align with what I want in a man as regards to religion. Alexis did a lot of stuff childishly, but this one, I, she didn't, she didn't do that, Ron, you're lying. Um, then Ron was like, listen, Alexis and I were both each other's bottom picks. And she's like, no, we weren't. You know, uh, Tommy turns to Chrysanthemum. He's like, Chrysanthemum, are you buying this? And she's just like, no, none of it makes sense. He was saying I was in his top, but then he was doing other things. You know, I even met the nigga's mama. Alexis is like, what? Yeah, um, Ron was like, oh, she just happened to be nearby in the area we were at. That's why I let her meet my mama. Alexis is like, you and I were serious at that point. Like, I didn't even get to meet your mama. And that that's just wrong. So Alexis apologizes to Chrysanthemum on account of Ron. And I'm just like, again, yikes. Um, then we, Tommy wants to get into him kissing Amber. And then saying at his elimination that he will continue to date Amber after the show, after he's ended his process and that he would wait it out, even though he knows that she is into KG. 
Um, oh my gosh, Ron. <laughs> Ron just, I, I, I don't know. Like Alexis just feels like Ron is throwing jabs. He feels like people are throwing jabs at him. I'm sorry. He then says that as far as Alexis, I mean, I'm sorry, as far as Amber, they went on many dates. She was like, no, we didn't. He was like, okay, we went on a couple. She's like, no, we didn't. Then Ron says, okay, we went on one date. Um, it's Amber's chance to go off. She's basically telling him, you know, you are not a man. You have been lying to everyone. Like, just tell the truth. Um, and basically Alexis speaks up. She was like, so you kissed Amber, even though you were still with me and you, we never established that we were done. Ron maintains to this day that when he kissed Amber, he was done with Alexis, that they had had the conversation that they were done. Ron is just, just fucking delusional you guys just delusional so it's getting heated tommy calls them out to a commercial break and then again we get some backstage stuff they're back on the stage and amber is telling chris you know if you look at the source of all the beefs on this show whether it be the beef between the guys the beef between the girls the beef between couples ron is the source of all the beef then we see ron backstage with jason talking about um He's actually the victim, you guys, in that Alexis cheated on him with AJ. Jason is just like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. He was like, you know, regardless of what happened, you know, it's just time to own up your mistakes and leave it at that. And I'm just like, Ron is, again, motherfucking delusional. How can somebody cheat if you're on this experiment? Like, are you trying to say that they were sexual? Because AJ kept being turned off by alexis's sexual energy so that doesn't make sense and if you're saying that alexis cheated on you you just said that you were both in each other's bottoms and that you were done with her so how could she have the opportunity to cheat on you ron if y'all were done and ron um would that not mean that you were cheating on alexis with chrysanthemum because you were pursuing chrysanthemum and saying that she was your top pick or is it vice versa like i I thought that Chrysanthemum and Ron would have still been kicking it post both of them getting kicked off the show, but I guess not. Um, Women, if you see Ron, the fake ass Michael Strahan coming your way and you live in Houston, please run. It's giving delusional. It's giving manipulative. It's giving bipolar. Our next segment is on brotherhood and opening up. We have Diedrich, Joel, Jason, and David on the couch with Tommy. Just going over how the men really opened up and how they were vulnerable with each other. We get the scene of Jason thanking Joel for helping him move and Joel crying. They cut to Vernicia in the audience and her face is just, she's smiling, but it's that unimpressed smile. And then when Jason was tearing up in the tabernacle about Liz saying nice things about him, we get a shot of Kyra in the audience. (laughs) Fucking unimpressed and unmoved. But Tommy just lets them know he wants to applaud the men on their vulnerability and that they need to um, create their own gentleman's lounge or their own tabernacle for them to come together and express emotion. So Joel agrees. Joel says that he doesn't cry, but that he's very sensitive. Same, Joel. Same. Next, we see Frick and Frack, Stacy and Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum, girl, where are you going out with this jumpsuit on? Like, you about to perform partition in a large martini glass on stage? <sighs> I love her whole energy. I, I, I can't even lie. 
Tommy wants to know what connected the two of them. They just, they start doing that twin talk that T and Tamara do when they're about to say the same thing and complete each other's sentences. But they just say that it's a mutual understanding and that they get each other. Tommy asks, do they feel like their friendship got in the way of the romance? Um, They think not. They just think that the men had a negative response to it. David the Creep uh, pipes up and he said that there was a fair that they were sharing conversations. Stacy says that was a far-fetched notion. I kind of agree that they were kind of doing that because whether it was Stacy, I think when Stacy met up with Ron, she was like, oh, I talked to Chrysanthemum last night and she said X, Y, and Z. Like, y'all have to admit that that's what y'all were doing. Y'all were just doing a horrible job of covering up the fact that y'all were gossiping on the phone about the men. AJ pipes up. He says that he actually liked both of them, but... Um, they gave him like competition vibes over who would get called first by each man. Stacy says that although it was a tough process, she feels like it's a double standard against the women. Like the men are allowed to have this brotherhood and, you know, Tommy applauding them on vulnerability. But when it's the women getting together, it's seen as, oh, they're gossiping. Oh, they're being messy. Oh, you need to stay focused and you're here for love, not for friendship. I hate to say it, but Stacy Stacy has a point, and she's also correct. Um, even when the last segment, when Kyra and Alexis were getting into it, Tommy was like, "Oh, well, you know, some people weren't here for friendship; they were here to find love." So yeah, Stacy definitely had a point. Um, two things can be right at once, right? I feel like Stacy is right. You know, there is this double standard when it comes to the women, but. You and Chrysanthemum were being a little catty. Y'all were being gossipy. If y'all would have just kept the conversations, not had that, you know, be so prominent on camera that y'all were talking to each other about the men, then I guess it could be seen that way that, yeah, y'all were being a gossiping hot mess. Stacy did say that, you know, a lot of the women helped counsel her and they helped, you know, her make decisions on men on the show. Um... Tommy asked, do you guys think that the men were intimidated by y'all? They both say like, yeah, probably. He asked about their love life. Chrysanthemum's like, oh, they're not dating each other. <laughs> um, Stacy says that she is dating someone and um, he has met Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum says she's out here in these streets, honey. She's out here dating more than one person. Good for you, girl. Go ahead. Spread that cooch out. Do what you got to do, Miss Flight Attendant. Our final segment is on Alexis, AJ, and Kyra. First, we focus on Alexis and AJ and we get their flashback and AJ sending, you know, Alexis home and all of that stuff. So, um, Tommy asked AJ, how did you go from kissing Alexis to sending her home? And he was like, the same way everybody kissed someone and then had to send someone home. So AJ is already on the defense. I feel like he came into this reunion knowing he had a lot to answer for because the general consensus that I see on Twitter and that I actually feel is that AJ was just there to waste some damn time. He was not ready to love. He was just here to be here, child. Alexis said that, you know, the confirmation that made her want to pursue AJ was that Um, He said that I am in pursuit of you. And that is the final nail in the coffin on, okay, he actually likes me. He wants to give this a chance on this experiment. I am dialed into AJ. Um, AJ says that he was genuine in his pursuit. Tommy says, if you were genuine, why did you send her home? AJ, who never answers a goddamn question, like I've been telling y'all all season, 
So Tommy says, well, why'd you send her home? He said, well, why did, why was Ron her top choice? Um, Tommy's like, Ron wasn't even there when you, when you sent Alexis home. So what the hell are you talking about? Um, (laughs) and Ron pipes up. He was like, well, AJ feels like she would, Alexis would have chosen Ron if they hadn't had that blowout about the religion. You know how Ron wasn't about to pray about stuff, how he was going to go out and get it and not pray to God. So Ron chimes in and he's like, honestly, after you and Alexis had that kiss, her whole essence changed. And I kind of knew that she was all into AJ. You can't trust anything that comes out of Ron's mouth, in my opinion, because like I said, bipolar. Um, AJ takes that opportunity to be like, well, Ron, since you're chiming in, you said earlier that I had treated Alexis bad. Can you clarify that? What did you mean by that? And Ron was like, well, um, it happened off camera, but I had a few people over at my house. Everyone was at my house and Alexis was leaving. She was on her way to her car. Ron was walking her out and AJ pulled up and he was like, no, you need to stay. You know, I haven't had any time with you. Stay. So Alexis apparently went in another room and waited for AJ for two hours and he never came so Ron went to go check on her and he's like oh you still here you still waiting on AJ (laughs) now that is no one's fault except for Alexis girl I I wish at my big age and at her big age 40 plus or 40 bitch you waiting on another nigga at someone else's house yes I'm screaming yes my voice is loud because I'm just like come on girl come on Come on, we're better than that. (laughs) Alexis, that's your L. You better take that L and hold on to that. Um, But Tommy is like, well, AJ, what the hell were you doing? Why'd you make her wait for for you? And he's like, oh, I was just talking to the fellas downstairs. (sighs) AJ, you ain't shit, my nigga. You are not shit. He asked, Tommy asked again, because you never answered the question, why did you send Alexis home? And he basically is like, listen, it was my choice. I felt like my connection with Kyra at the time was stronger. And I did what I did because I wanted to do what I wanted to do, period. AJ said, please stop asking him that damn question. (laughs) So next we uh, segue on his time with Kyra and how he was about to send her home, but that he's changed his mind last minute which shocked a lot of people Stacy didn't know that she's making faces Alexis looks like this is her first time hearing this um so Tommy asked Alexis did you know that AJ changed his mind and decided to keep Kyra over you she said she didn't know he said he told her and she's like honestly it was so long ago he probably did tell me but seeing it right now it just I I guess it did happen that way so she's still in shock Tommy asked AJ why'd you choose Kyra um, and he said, actually, because I told y'all, AJ don't never like, he, he evades answering questions. And it is so, it's not triggering to, it's not triggering for me, it's triggering to me. Because a lot of men do this to escape persecution. <laughs> he brings it back to Tommy. He's like, I actually chose Kyra based on something you said, Tommy. And Tommy's like, okay. He said that I chose her because you know you always said that you know when someone's your girl um when they walk into a room and they make you you light up by their presence and he said that Kyra did that for him (sighs) we go to a quick break because that was some damn bullshit
Side note, I did forget to mention that when they were playing AJ in Kyra's package, there was a never before scene where Kyra is on a date with AJ and she's like, yeah, your name is came up in conversation. The ladies were telling me that um, you at one time had two girlfriends and she's like, were y'all in a relationship? And he was like, well, yeah, I had two girlfriends, but we definitely weren't in a thruple situation. What? She's like, is that what you're trying to do now with this process? And AJ's like, no, no, it's nothing like that. I'm not here for that. Okay, AJ. So Tommy's ready to continue talking about Kyra and AJ. He does a heavy sigh. He's just like, because <sighs> he knows it's, a, it's exhausting and it's about to be a lot of bullshit. Kyra, why'd you choose yourself at the end of the process? Um, Kyra, who always gives... If AJ doesn't answer a question, Kyra gonna answer a question and go off on a whole tangent and a whole rant. She loves hard, you know, and she loves somebody she ride or die for them. She was done with Jason. She turned her focus more towards AJ, but she didn't really know him at that point. You know, when she wants to be with someone, she wants to, there to be no questions about being with that person. They left the show dating. They continued to date after they both left the show. All right? AJ, <laughs> how, um, what's going on now? Are y'all still dating? AJ says no, but he is willing to date. Kyra, are you willing to date Jason? I'm sorry, are you willing to date AJ? This is all Tommy asking them the questions. Kyra, of course, has to give a damn backstory. Like, Kyra, you talk too damn much, okay? I like you. I appreciate you being on the show, but damn it, you it's it's always a uh it's a five paragraph stanza she says she left for an international trip that she had planned prior to joining the show she went for two weeks she made it a point to speak to aj every day all right then what happened she gets a call from alexis (laughs) alexis you want to tell him what happened tommy's like no why don't you finish your story thank you tommy finish the damn story kyra Basically, Alexis lets her know that they went on a date and kicked it afterwards. They were kicking it, you know, way after just going on the date. Alexis says that she didn't know that Kyra and AJ were dating. She dim she DM'd him. See them damn DMs gonna get you in trouble every time. She DM'd him asking if anything on the show was real. He said yes, everything was real. Because Alexis is weak and the flesh is weak, honey. She said (laughs) that that let her walls down. At that, Ron and Ida Vicky start laughing because, you know, walls is a double entendre. And of course, Ron thinks it's funny because he thinks Alexis is stupid. She said that let her walls down. It was close to her birthday. AJ planned a romantic birthday date. They kissed. They took selfies, baby. I'm willing to bet they fucked. Um, Tyra. Tommy's asking AJ, like, what's up with that? He says, well, at that point, he and Kyra were not in a committed relationship. So he was free to, you know, go out on a date and do that. Alexis is saying if she knew that they were still in contact. So in Alexis and Kyra's mind, her and AJ were still dating. The way AJ sees it, he wasn't in a committed relationship. Alexis apologized. She said she would not have done that had she known that AJ and Kyra was, were still dating slash talking whatever tommy asks aj you know who are you interested in between these two ladies because you've kind of strung them along this entire process aj for the first time ever answers a question and he says well not alexis and everybody's like damn and alexis like yeah i know he's not interested in me we don't even talk 
right? Um, she's aware. Kyra says, you know, he says that with Kyra, you know, when he left on, when she left for that trip, they were not in a relationship. Um, he also says that Kyra felt like he shouldn't have been okay with the way she left things between them on the show. So AJ is stating that Kyra said that basically it is reiterating what Kyra has always said. She wants a man to handle her. She wants a man to fight for her. Kyra was not okay with the fact that AJ was just okay, that she wasn't ready to be his girlfriend. Um, and that he shouldn't have been okay with the way she left him. All right, Kyra, do you still want AJ before Kyra can answer? Tommy says, that's the end of part one of the reunion. Everybody scatter. He, (laughs) Tommy gets up from his seat and he's just looking at AJ like, Ooh, you, you, you got a lot of problems, bro. Tommy's always going to let it be known how he feels about these people. Um, AJ just looks like he just got the life knocked out of him. Like, he doesn't like being questioned. He doesn't like being put on the spot. So, of course, his sensory, um, everything, all of those inner workings, they're they're about done. We get a backstage scene of Vernicia and Kyra. And Vernicia is like, AJ definitely shouldn't have gone on a date with Alexis. And Kyra's like, yeah, I mean, even if you did... You weren't being honest and you never told me. Like, keep it a buck 100. And Vernicia's like, exactly. We know how Vernicia feels about honesty, y'all. She's just like, yeah, he definitely should have told you. Because if you feel like you're not doing anything wrong, you should have been able to be open and tell me. I agree. AJ knew that he was being wrong. Even if you felt like you weren't in a committed relationship with Kyra, he's probably in the mindset of, oh, she's off on a trip. She's doing her. I'm going to do me. I just don't understand why go back to Alexis, though. Was there no one else on the cast that you could have linked up with? Like, state, well, Stacey says she's in a relationship, but what makes it messy, in my opinion, is that you went back to Alexis. You could have gone back to any other woman or any other woman off this show, but I think, age, like, there's some intent there to harm Kyra or to hurt her feelings, because if the roles were reversed... And AJ went on a trip internationally for two weeks. We would be calling Kyra every name in the book if she then went out on a date and kissed Jason. Like, that wouldn't be right. So, AJ, my nigga, you are messy. You are just out to get some puss. And that's really what it is. I just wish Kyra could see that that is what he is up front and stop playing these games. Because whether we want to admit it or not, Kyra's still doing the entanglement with him, all right? She's dancing. She's She's an active player in this game with AJ. A little bit of Alexis, too. I just feel like Alexis is now embarrassed now that it's out for everybody to see that, yeah, even after, you know, AJ kind of dissed you and did all this other stuff and dropped you for Kyra and, you know, next sending her home over you, you still were vulnerable and you let him slide up all up and in there on your birthday. I don't care what y'all say. I think Alexis and AJ definitely fucked. I mean, that's birthday dick. You don't turn down birthday dick. <laughs> I'm not speaking from previous experience, of course. Um, That was the end of part one. All the meat and potatoes happened in part one of the reunion. So I'm very interested to see how part two is going to play out. Like, I feel like part two is going to be boring. What more is there to talk about? Well, I guess, you know, Jason and Kyra got to talk out their issues. Vernicia and Joel, we need to see where they ended up because Vernicia going to be crying. I swear to God. Joel, if you did anything to harm my Vernicia, I will have to cut you. Okay, Nola accent and all. But overall, part one was very entertaining. Um, yeah, no big bombshells. But yeah, Ron's fucking delusional. AJ is a fuckboy. 
and Kyra is still confusing. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can catch me at K-D-A-S-H-D-I-O-R on Instagram and the Twitter. I will see y'all next week for part two of the reunion. Bye.